You're listening to the Pimp Cron Podcast. everybody, it's episode 264 of the Pimp Crown Warhammer podcast. We're brought to you today by GameAt.eu and Panhandle3D.etsy.com, as well as our beautiful, sexy, good-smelling Patreon patrons. And what are we talking about today? Well, we are discussing the Winehammer community once again. That's always fun to dive into people that are just way off base with their opinions and their complaints about Warhammer. And then also we have a Want That or Want That Not with Warcry's new set, The Hunters and the Hunted. We'll let you know whether or not I want that or not, and we'll also let you know whether or not you should or even can buy it. I'm just letting you know. And then that is actually it for the episode. We uh, got into town way late tonight, so I'm going to be uh, recording a, sl- a shorter show, and um, unfortunately, you're just going to have to deal with it. I hope it doesn't give you the shakes. I hope you don't have um, any sort of like withdrawal or anything like that, and that's about it. What have I done this week? I really haven't done anything. Settlement mode is all done. I'm waiting to see if the retailer wants to include it or not before I release it, but uh, it's been a little while and haven't made much progress, so I think I'm going to be releasing it today and um, just, you know, wait and see what the retailer says. So that's it. I've uh, did the finishing touches on settlement mode, and that's about it. So sorry for the short show, but that's just the way it is sometimes, and I will catch you on the other side of this music. Want that, or want that not? On this Want That or Want That Not, we are covering the new Warcry set, Hunter and Hunted. So it comes with five pretty large, um, what are they called? Crypt Horror. Uh, five Crypt Horror size Flesh Eater Quartz people. And then it comes with a bunch of humans and dogs and things like that. And it comes with the rules, it comes with the cards, it comes with one terrain piece, which apparently is the mall pit terrain piece, whatever that means. And it's $130. I don't know about this, dude. I mean, I understand if you were into Warcry and you want to pay 130 bucks for the starter set, split it with a buddy, whatever. Is it really worth it, though? Because if you are playing Warcry, you're getting five people, if you're playing the Flesh Eater Quartz, five miniatures and some cards for $65. I'm just not all about this. I don't know. Let's take a look at the miniatures at least, right? Maybe the miniatures are really cool. First one, it's a human, and he's got like a pit bull on a chain, and he's ha- the thing's all angry, and he's holding his axe out like he's directing the dog. This is fantastic. This looks really cool. It looks like the new um, Cities of Sigmar models. I really like this model a lot. The next one is... A guy with a spear, not much to say, looks very medieval, spear dude, whatever. It comes with four different dogs that look like either Rottweilers or Dobermans. Pretty cool, people like dog models, so that's fine. We've got some sort of thief-looking guy crouching down, got a crossbow and a sword, got a cloak on, I like him. There's another guy with a crossbow, he's just a typical henchman, nothing really special. There's two other people that look like um, free guild people with crossbows, they're fine. And then there's like a captain of the crossbow, and he's also fine. Overall, I would give this a... Uh, the dogs are awesome. I love dogs, and I love the couple of the people. I like the thief guy. I like the leader guy with the pit bull. Overall, this is okay. I would say it's it's better than it is worse. Let's say that, right? So this is a want that for me. 
Is it worth $60 for me? No, it is not. Then again, I don't play Warcry, so to each his own, I suppose. Then you've got the five Flesh Eater Quartz guys. And, I mean, to be honest with you, they do have a lot of character. Every single one of them is different. And I should mention that the humans, every single model is different as well. These guys look cool. They're all screaming. They're all angry. They're very, like, feral. But some of them have hair, which is very unflesh eater court-like. Then some of them do have the bones stuck through their skin, which flesh eater courts like to do. But the flesh eater courts don't normally have weapons. You'll notice almost all of them are just claws, right? And two of these guys, the leader guy has, like, two stone axes, and the guy behind him's got, like, a spiky hammer. And to be honest with you, even though I like Flesh Eater Quartz, even though I play Flesh Eater Quartz, I'm not really feeling these models. And the reason why, they're not bad models per se, but they are cartoony. They have a they have a almost World of Warcraft vibe about them that I don't really care for. They don't have that gritty, realistic vibe. Now, the humans actually do have a realistic vibe. They look like anybody you would see in D&D or anything like that. So they're good models. I like them. But these Flesh Eater Quartz, I don't know who sculpted this. I'm just not a big fan. And normally the Flesh Eater Quartz are, would be the thing that actually attracts me to this box set. But they're just not, they're not great. I don't think they're terrible. I just don't think they're great. And they look very cartoony. Now, it might be the way it was painted because the muscles look like they're very, like, flat and smashed. I don't know. Maybe it's the paint job. I'm just really not impressed with this box set. And maybe if I was a Warcry player, I'd be all over it and I'd be salivating, which I highly doubt. But I don't know. I just don't see how this is worth $130. Now, the terrain piece is kind of cool. It's like, uh, what was it called? The... Sarlacc. It's somewhat like a Sarlacc pit, where it's like something under the ground, and it's got its mouth open. There's stones around the mouth, right? And there's like this altar where they sacrifice stuff in it, but there's got all these little rows of teeth down it. And that's pretty cool looking. But other than that, it's really... Uh, that little terrain piece is not going to do much for you, and these models are just merely okay. And of course, I haven't used for the cards anyway, but I just don't see that this is fantastic. So, honestly, this is going to be a want that not for me. And uh, if you guys like it, then go ahead and get it. Of course, you know, I can't stop you there. Although I would like to. And I am working towards stopping you. Just let that be known. That I am actually trying to force through legislation that will stop you from purchasing the models that I don't want you to purchase. Okay? And I think that's really fair. I think that's good for everybody, frankly. Because you don't need those models. And I don't want you to have those models. So I feel like that's a pretty pretty fair bet. Anyway, so want that not for me, even though the humans are kind of neat looking and the train piece is okay. I just find this to be very mediocre. Now it's time for Real Talk with Pentcron. Hey everybody, I decided to take a look at the Winehammer community on Facebook again. It's been a little while since we delved through that community. And if you don't know what that is from previous episodes, it is when Warhammer players share posts from other Warhammer players who are complaining about Warhammer, if that makes any sense whatsoever. Now, this first one has me kind of on the fence, okay? I see what this guy is saying, absolutely, but I think he's intentionally obfuscating the, the real point here. 
He's got a picture of one of those $6 Plague Marines. Remember those easy build? I think they were the um the random ones, like the gotcha mechanic things, where it's all the same box and you get one random and there's like 12 different characters you can get. Well, he got one of those for $6. And then he's got Karn the Betrayer, obviously a character for World Eaters, next to it. And there's two boxes that are the exact same size. And the sprues are nearly the same size. And his post says, one of these is $6, the other is $36. This is why people 3D print. Now, of course, if you were not in this hobby, you weren't familiar with it, etc., etc., you would look at those two and you'd be like, yeah, why is one of those $36 and the other one $6? Because they're pretty much the same exact size. I mean, it's the same amount of plastic, right? And there's no real physical obvious reason why it should be a different uh, price. But of course, being a Warhammer player, we know that he's being a little foolish in what he's saying because j just if you're being reasonable, characters are going to be worth more, especially someone like Karn, who is a named character. So all the time that they spent to make, design, create, manufacture, all of that for Karn, uh, they're they're only going to get so much money out of each customer, right? And not every customer is going to buy it anyway. But on the other hand, that Plague Marine is a regular Plague Marine dude, right? So you are going to buy many of those. And it's the same old thing where you talk about um, if you buy things in bulk, it's cheaper, right? Because they get more money up front and they can lower their costs because there's making more of them. But if you're only selling one thing, then obviously the costs are going to be much higher because you're only making one thing and there's only so much money you're going to make off it. So... I understand what he's saying, and yes, that's correct. They're pretty much the same amount of plastic, same size box. One is six times more than the other one. But I think even he should be able to admit that that's not the same thing. We're not talking apples to apples here. And it's exactly that kind of whiny BS that is kind of irritating in the Warhammer community because it's they know and you know what really is the price difference there. And then he's just going to chalk it up to, oh, this is why people 3D print. Well, that might be, but I definitely understand why the price is the way it is. The way it is. This next guy is sharing a picture of his old Black Templar army, which is basically all firstborn. The whole thing is. And it's in an army case and everything. And his post is, my old army, very sad that almost all of it is unplayable in 10th, might get it laid out and procrastinate on the past for a minute. Now... Number one, I have no idea what you're talking about. Procrastinate on the past. But so uh, number one, you're you're a little off there. But number two, the sharer of this post, not the original poster, but the sharer, the original poster said that he was mad because all of his firstborn are being replaced with Primaris. And the comments were basically like, okay, I'll buy it from you. Do you you know do you want to sell your firstborn, whatever? And then he's like, Oh no, they're not for sale. And I'm like Okay, so you're mad because you can't play these models anymore. And you would argue that his post is insinuating they have no intrinsic value, right? They're just trash, rubbish, crumple them up, right? That's what he's basically saying is that they're completely useless. Okay. And then someone or multiple someones actually offer to buy them off him. Which, of course, you would think, okay, if you're sitting here on a pile of trash, right? And you're like, oh, this trash is worthless. I guess I'll just throw it away. And someone goes, hey, I'll give you 50 bucks for that trash. You would gladly give it away. Because to you, it would have no intrinsic value. 
And of course, that's what he's implying now is that, oh, my miniatures have no value. I can't play them in 10th. But that's not really genuine, right? Because then when someone offers to buy them from him, he says no. So it's just, and then also, I know he did say most of his army was unplayable, but I did see a rhino, a predator, some other people. So not your whole army. And we've already discussed this whole thing anyway. It's it's silly to think that the models you could have bought 40 years are still going to sustain the company if you want to continue playing their game. It's just not going to happen. This is the this is the way of things. This next post is just simply delusional. It's not long. It's not complicated. It's just delusional. They write, and this is a comment from another post, it says, There's no such thing as Primaris. It's a fever dream awaiting retconning. Oh my god, dude, come on. That is ridiculous. Of course, Primaris are not going to get retconned out. They have, with the cancellation of the Firstborn, they have went hard into this momentum. And of course, you you knew they were going to do that anyway. So it's not like, oh, we're going to introduce Primaris, and even though they sell really well and it helps revitalize our line, oh, we're going to retcon them. That's just, you're just being silly. Here's another one that is exemplifying everything I don't like in different types of uh, Warhammer players. The ones where, oh, the models don't matter. Paint job doesn't matter. The lore doesn't matter. The mission and the narrative doesn't matter. It only matters exactly what your abilities are and what they are on paper. Now, I'm sure a lot of you listeners are not like that because that's not really the community we have here. But this is just ridiculous. Someone posts and says, I've always wanted to paint a knight. Okay, an Imperial Knight. They wanted to paint a knight. And the very first response is, don't start Imperial Knights. We just got a massive rules nerf and will now be fairly average. I mean, in a perfect world, wouldn't you want to be average? Wouldn't you want every single army to be average as a player? Not as GW, because they sell more stuff when it's better than others. But this guy's actually mad that his army is average. So that he wins half of them and he loses half of them. This just screams to me like man-child. It just screams to me that that he has to have all the best rules and they have to completely dominate, or it's just trash. It's not even worth doing. And yes, you can't even paint this model. Can't even enjoy painting a model. Didn't say going to start the army. Just said you wanted to paint a knight. Don't even you dare paint that knight because the army is currently average. Oh, wow. Damn. Thanks for saving me, buddy. That's Thank you for the warning. This next guy is having a conniption because the Chaplain Terminator armor, the new model that's basically Primaris Terminator, he doesn't look as good as the old uh, Terminator armor Chaplain. And he says, Very disappointed with the Chaplain and Terminator armor. It has zero character and is super plain. No details to make him unique. No purity seals at all, which is not true. I can look right now. I see three purity seals right this instant in the image that this guy shared. But whatever, no purity seals. The arm holding the Crozius is extremely rigid. Well, he's pointing it outward. I mean, if you if you took a stick and you pointed it outward, your arm would be extremely rigid, right? We're all capable of straight arms, I think. And uh, he doesn't like the mouth shape of the new Reaver's helmet, and it's too cartoony. It looks uh, like an actual skull, giving a vibe of a Halloweenish, creepy joke mask, making the figure lose completely the impotent, uh, impotent, imponent, and scary look of a chaplain. Absolute rubbish of a figure, in my opinion. Each to their own, definitely, but for me, is a no, unfortunately. 
I mean, I don't see. So he he actually shared the three pictures of the different um the different Terminators, and I'm really not seeing much of a difference here. I really, it's yeah. I'm not a huge fan of the Reaver mouths either. They are a little like a cartoon skeleton, so I I somewhat see what he's saying there. But I mean, dude, whatever. Like this is a miniature, and some of these people seem like this is their entire life. Their entire life revolves around this game of miniatures, and I just I can't get behind it because I'm like, dude, just just take a deep breath. <laughs> just just take a deep breath, man. To be honest with you, the other pictures of the chaplains in Terminator armor that he he shared, really. Terminator armor doesn't allow for a whole lot of expressiveness in the pose. So all of them were kind of just standing there. One's, one's got his bolter up, his bolt, um, storm bolter up, and the crozius down. The other one's got basically both of them down, not even pointing at anything. And the new one's got a shield and the crozius up. Okay, they're all basically the same. So these people, these people are just ridiculous. These are the exact type of people that get on everybody's nerves... And I'm talking about all the posts today. They get on everybody's nerves because they whine and they cry and they're so mad about everything. And their opinion is the is the top opinion, of course. It's obviously right and we're all wrong. It's just silly. This is a game. These are miniatures. Get over yourself. Just because you got some rules changes and they're worse than they were before doesn't mean your army is invalid. It doesn't mean that being average on the playing field is a bad thing, for crying out loud. In a perfect world, all of the armies would be average. They would just be different. They'd be average in a different way. One's super mobile, one's really psychic heavy, one is really shooty, one's really melee, etc., etc. So it's just, it's all just so silly. These people kind of make me sick to my stomach. So anyway, thanks for uh, listening to me complain about these people. And thank you to GameOut.eu for supporting the show, as well as Panhandle3D.etsy.com and my beautiful, sexy, good-smelling Patreon patrons. I love you all. I'll see you next week.